What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. During Katrina, he packed up a tour bus full of supplies and helped families who had lost everything. He hosted one of the biggest relief concerts ever. He's a rapper, an actor, an alum of HBCU Southern University in Baton Rouge. David Banner joins us and he wants black people to support each other and love ourselves more. But first up, Lonnie Love and I are talking about all the drama on daytime TV. Cafe Mocha begins now. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo Yo. Daytime TV is back <laughs> with a lot of drama. Cash changes at the View, the talk, the Wendy Williams show is delayed. Um, uh, Lonnie, do you want to opt into this discussion? I know, you know, of daytime. course. Okay, well, now, so Wendy, okay. So basically, Wendy Williams is um, in the hospital reportedly. Uh, at first, she delayed. They said, oh, we're going to delay it to her premiere to October the 4th. Well, now it's indefinite. They don't know when uh, they're going to start back up. So you also have Nick Cannon. Yes, he started. Mm-hmm. Um, and hang on hang on hang on hang on because this what? is what i want to get to the the syndication company that does wendy's show is the same people that are putting out nick cannon's show so is there a thought that if nick goes well that you know wendy's been having a lot of problems the problems are not getting any better it seems like this yeah. year it's gotten worse is there right. a sense that nick might be you know, their next choice for what they want to do. I don't know what's going to happen with Nick. I just know that, um, and this is all my opinion is that this is his second year of his two year contract. It's really hard in your first year, um, of a talk show, especially when it's starting up to make waves. So I'll be, I'll be very interested to see what happens with Nick either way. Um, there is still a slot because, you know, and this is just being transparent. Nick took a lot of our stations. Mm-hmm. So what they did with the real was that they put the real on sister stations and mm-hmm. gave the main stations to Nick. So in a way, if Wendy doesn't come back, it could be a possibility that they put us the real back on the Fox main stations and keep Nick in his spot um, because they won't have. Uh, I'm sorry. Place. I, I'm sorry for interrupting, but what happened to? I don't want to say the audition process because I guess people know Nick Cannon if they watch nighttime TV, if they watch some of the the game show type things, uh, the reality things. But what happened to the six week summer? Let's check it out. Let's see how it goes. He they did his. Go- he did t- his time when he was filling in for. Uh, Wendy. And that's just something that Fox d- does. They mm-hmm. they do the six weeks just to see, but not other syndication. You know, they okay. 
just, you know, it just depends on who's the production company and stuff. Um, moving along real quick, the talk has added two men to their lineup. Former child actor, Stand By Me, um, uh, Jerry, Jerry. O'Connell. Yeah, former cute. football player and host of American Ninja, Akbar G. Um, oh, wow. The View is celebrating 25, 25 years. years. Okay, but can we talk about how important that is? Because when that came out, nobody had ever done that before. Barbara Walters said, hey, I want to do this. It was completely unheard of. Mm -hmm. But from that, look where we are. I yeah. mean, we know... Well in the in this talk space, there was always round tables, but this was the first where it was all women. But yeah, there's exactly. always been the talk space of men and women or you know, it two was women, always but it was always the guy with the sidekick chick. Right. Or, you know, stuff like or that. Or political or the news, yeah. something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So it is. And then, of course, Meghan McCain um, resigned this summer. So now they're uh, they're, you know, auditioning different people uh, who are conservatives to replace her. What about our favorite show, the one that you're on? The Real. The Real, the Real is back in studio. <laughs> I was able to talk the studio into putting us back in studio and not in these boxes and um it's working out so far um we have garcelle and garcelle had never been uh, with us as a co-host in the studio oh, right. so i thought it was important for her she was very excited adrian's back genie is back genie announced her pregnancy and Yay! um so Everybody is, we're just moving along. It's been a lot of changes. It's no audience. It's not live, but you know, it's, that feel? that's gotta be weird. No. Well, you know, I'm used to doing daily pop. So, cause yeah. I was doing daily pop, which is where I got the idea to do the real. I said, we could actually do it. It's just the fact that if, when you're all in a room and you can look at each other, it's just a much better free flowing conversation. So the real is back. We've had some hot guests. We've had some drama interviews. One of the hot interviews that was trending was Nicki Minaj's husband's accuser, Jennifer Huff. Mm -hmm. uh, she um, was interviewed and um, she she detailed. And what we're doing different this season with the real is that uh, we're splitting the interviews. So the interviews, because the space is so small and because of COVID protocols, we're splitting the interviews. So uh, Jennifer Huff was interviewed by Adrian and Garcelle, and she was with her an attorney as well. And, um, you know, it was interesting. It was it was it was something that became a national conversation and a conversation that we actually extended to the next day talking about sexual assault and, you know, what women go through and why are we ashamed to report it or why do we victim shame? So, you know, this this season is a season of change because it's season eight. Mm -hmm. um, this is the pickup season. And so, you know, you have to go out and do what you need to do. Uh, also, The View did have a COVID scare with Sonny and with uh, Anna Navarro. And oh, this yeah. was while the vice president of the United States was about to make her first in-person appearance. Um, and it was very dramatic, um, but they took them off set. They ended up doing the interview with the vice president in a separate location because that's COVID protocols. 
And so the vice president was able to still appear on the show, but she did not appear in the actual studio. And Sonny and Anna did receive rapid tests and they were uh, negative. So all that to say, daytime is back, baby. Daytime is back, baby. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo on the line. He is our Salute Them Awards community activist. Yes. Actor, entrepreneur, activist, David Banner. Welcome to the show. And thank you all so, so very much. I appreciate it. I'm honored. You know, David, we just loved being able to honor you. And you did all kind of interviews for Cafe Mocha and you made headlines, brother, when you said David Banner is tired of the black community being addicted to the approval of white people. <laughs> I'm a part of I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of it. I don't understand that. What did you mean by that? I, I, I don't remember saying that part. I mm-hmm. said I'm tired of, of us being addicted to the approval of white people. I don't, I don't know where the first part of, mm-hmm. of that quote came from. Yeah, this this the Atlantic Atlanta Black Star. And you know how they do stuff for clickbait. So that was the yeah. headline. And I was like, that don't sound like David. <laughs> yeah, like- I, yeah. What I found is that um, you know, I think I've been in the media long enough for for people to to know better. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I think one of the problems that I can say is that Black America as a whole we are too connected to white people's approval and how white people feel Mm -hmm. Um, and white people's media. You know, um, one of the things that I was going to get on Instagram and say today, and I've been saying this for so long that, you know, since the murder of Emmett Till, I can't really name one case up until someone who probably got murdered, you know, two minutes ago. Has there ever been a case or has there ever been something that we stuck to until the end? And Mm. one of the things that I thought about is that if you are a white supremacist, Uh wouldn't the smartest thing to do to black people, especially since they're so addicted to white media, is just kill somebody else or do something else? Uh. We went from being really close because I think what happens is our enemies see when we're becoming more conscious. Our our enemies see, I think even before we do, because we don't know our power. I think they know that we're God more than we do. And and I think what ends up happening is the closer that we get, you know, somebody else get murdered, then everybody moves to the hottest topic. I think we have to pick one thing. And and a a couple people got mad at me because I said, you know, if whatever case that has our people attention, if we could stick to that, make an example or get some legislation, whatever it may end up being. Cause I really don't believe until, you know, we do something about the murders of innocent, you know, descendants of Africans, period. I think things will never change, but you know, I, I, I do agree with the fact. And uh, I can believe that I said that we, we are too addicted to white people's approval because even with so-called movements or, or when we decide to protest, you know, how can the people that you are protesting against tell you where and when to protest? That's not a protest. Don't you think, um, David, that part of the reason that we're 
addicted to this approval is because that's the power structure. I mean, it's like if we had our own stuff and we supported our own stuff, then we would not need the approval of the other because we got our own. Well, that's that's obvious. That's obvious, love. But the problem with that, it would only take us to change that overnight. Mm. Like, I mean, literally, like right now, like, let's not even say this is this. A lot of times we like to use big numbers and big equate. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. I'll give you an example. Um, I sell my clothing on DavidBanner.com. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, we talking all this. Go support a black man, David Banner. Okay, there you go. Um, it only takes. I shoot movies now. We shoot movies. We we score video games. I run a full multimedia company. Mm-hmm. If twenty thousand black people, and I've sold millions and produced millions and millions of records. Mm-hmm. I have over, I think, 3.5 million followers across all of my platforms and two of the major platforms I don't even engage in. If 20,000 people bought one of my hoodies from davidbanner.com, it would be $1.5 million. I could shoot any movie that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what, David? We've literally come up together in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And I've yep, watched I was just you... About to say that. Yeah, I've watched you transition, you know, from a Grammy Award winning music producer and recording artist to a philanthropist. What made you change? I remember the change. I'm like, look at David, you know, really standing up and being heard and being vocal. What made you change? What made you say, I just don't want to be this. I want to be that also. I've always been conscious. It's just that I was poor and angry. If you look at Katrina, if you look at every, anything since the time that I was signed, I've always stood up for black people. If you go back and look at the first time I went on 106 and Park, I talked about Emmett Till. As a matter of fact, Emmett Till's family said, I may be the reason why the case was brought back up. The thing is, is when I started dressing more like uh, a so-called smart person and I got older, People started seeing it more, but look at Katrina. I threw the largest urban relief concert in history for Katrina. People don't know that, and they don't talk about that because I'm from the South, and and I'm a black man that comes from rap. I've always been doing the same exact things, except I was a little bit, uh, I was high, and I was drunk, I was angry, and I was mean. Mr. Farrakhan told me once, he said, David Banner, if you can help solve racism in Mississippi, it will reverberate around the world. Go to davidbannershop.com. He's got some nice black power gear. We've got more with David coming up on Cafe Mocha. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. 
More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Angelique, Lonnie, Love, and Yo-Yo. We call it Cafe Mocha. We are on the line with David Banner. He is our 2021 Salute Them Community Activist Honoree. David, I wanted to ask you, how are you um, trying to connect? Have you changed your, your approach with this new generation, which has their own kind of uh, mindset with trying to no, get them aware? No, no, no. I mean, it was funny. Um, I was on a breakfast club once, and um, I, I asked Charlemagne. I was like, Charlemagne, why do these kids gravitate to me so much? <laughs> because, like, I, you know, I hadn't put out a major, you know, single on the radio in a very long time. I put out music that's very successful, but not radio-centered music in a while. And he said something that was so powerful he said the same way these kids look for drugs, sex, violence, whatever it may end up being on the Internet, a lot of single-parent household kids also looking for their fathers. Uh-huh. So he was like, you, Killer Mike, T.I. He named off about four or five people. Um, and he was like, you guys are their fathers. That made me realize that whether people are interacting with you or not, these kids are watching. I, I'll just say these, you don't have to talk to these kids. When you switch it up is when they see you fake. They just want to see a grown man or woman stand in their convictions, standing in their wrongdoings. You know, um, can I cuss a little bit? Y'all mind? You can't. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's I, interesting. I, I, I f- up. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of my f- up, but I do. Right. You know, but I stand in them and let them see because a lot of times we make our heroes caricatures. Mm, people yeah. need to know Malcolm was a pimp. You mm-hmm. know, people need mm-hmm. to know that Maya Angelou, you know, dabbled in prostitution. So if 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 a young Malcolm happens to fall, if a young Maya Angelou in, ends up falling, that they know that they are still there's still an opportunity to still be their heroes. Rapper and activist David Banner. Go to davidbanner.com. Some wonderful apparel. Uh, David, as we close, can we talk about what is happening um, with the recent deaths of a lot of powerful, beautiful black men? To be honest with you, I I don't look at death like other people look at death. Mm. Um, How dare you live 
and not die. I interviewed you years ago for the Walt Baby Love Show. And this is when you first came out as a solo artist. And even way back then, you came in not as David Banner, the rapper. You came in as David Banner, an evolved human, not a persona who graduated from Southern, who was what president of your class. And I remember the minute you walked out, I was like, that dude right there is somebody special. Thank you for hanging out in Cafe Mocha. Love you you too. Take care. Congratulations. Go to davidbannershop.com. Check out his gear. The espresso is coming up. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. The NBA season kicked off and they aren't requiring the COVID vaccine for players. But if you want to step into an arena in New York, L.A., San Francisco, proof of vaccination is required. Yep. Even for LeBron James, who just got his shot. I was very skeptical uh, about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. The rates of blacks and Latinos getting vaccinated has shot up since April, but it's not because their job is requiring it. Nearly 40% cited the science of getting sick. 40% or so were concerned about healthcare access. Another 40% said it was because COVID had hit home. Only about 20% said it was because they were made to do it. And if it wasn't for Dream Hampton's documentary, Surviving R. Kelly, would there have been another trial? The filmmaker responded to the verdict on BNC. I was surprised and shocked on every level. But I thought about the survivors immediately. I thought about Joy Savage, if you want to be honest. I thought about, you know, the remaining victim. Her family describes her as brainwashed. I'm Angelique. We have to thank David Banner for hanging out with us for the whole show. He's our Salute Them Awards Community Activist winner. You can see him accept the award by going to SaluteThemAwards.com, where we also honored comedian Kim Whitley and took you on a mini black college tour. That's the show. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. 
with a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.